Congratulations, Ryan. To me? Episode 40, baby. Honk if you're 40. Honk if you're 40. (laughs) Honk if you're 40. Welcome to episode 40. This is Don't Be an Idiom. You probably knew that already. Yeah. We do a word show over here, people. That's what it is. That's, That's all it is. Uh... So, right, I was just thinking, I had a really funny joke to tell you, but now I can't remember it. Okay. So, it might come to me. All right. So, I so should you just, just start talking. This. Yeah. All right. So, if you've listened to, you know, the proper episodes, you know that every 10 episodes, it's a big deal. We got people in the audience over here. Hello. Hello. We got animals over here to the right. And they look well fed. In front of us, we have the ten shots of doom. That's right. Where we've got ten, ten, ten different shots, and and every ten minutes we have to. And across from me, I have the Mister Universe Talent himself. Who me? Ryan. Ryan, the guy on the podcast. That's right. Oh yeah. And and me too. I feel the same way about oh, you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so we're ready. Are you ready? It's a big deal. It is. So we want to announce a few things. First, we have uh, compiled all of the Don't Be an Idiom end of episode songs and skits. So you can check those out. If you go to don'tbeanidiom.bandcamp.com, you can do a couple things. What, talk, what kind of things can you do on there? You, you can stream the music for free. For free. You stream all day. And that's, that's something that you don't get from most people out there yeah. you know we listen we just want you to be happy but you can't keep it music's you very expensive it, these days. Not, you know yeah now if you want to keep it yeah you want to you want to support the show right for a measly five dollars american you can own those tracks and you also have copyright copyrights you can do whatever you want with them yeah and we won't even if you make a lot of money on them that's you know we're yeah we're too lazy cool. to come for that we, we do not have the time no. the patience the resources to come after you that would be really something if somebody stole one of our songs and got <laughs> and famous put, and put it on a volkswagen commercial yeah <laughs> i'm a rat king <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah i don't see I, it america's ready but for you that. know we're not here to cash in no we're here for the knowledge Anyway, I did some snuff before the episode, you know, to, as a celebratory sniff of the snuff. snuff. Yeah, I'm trying not to sneeze. He's holding it in like a man. No, <laughs> holding in a sneeze mm. like a man. <laughs> He's holding it in like a man. No, it's just you know nothing to sneeze at. You know, you I talked. Know. We you taught yeah, us all about snuff. We have to just do all of the references we make. We have to just do those. By the way, it is exhausting doing living. The references. Living, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't... Day in, day out. You just can't have a regular conversation anymore. No. I'm just listening and researching. And um, so also the merch section oh, of, yeah. of the Bandcamp, you can uh, order a wood nickel or you can order us uh, sending you a postcard. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, we, like, you know, we'll also we write something write on, on the postcard. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what, that's what postcards do. Yeah. They get written on. Yeah, and we'll do something like a we'll do like a secret flip or handshake or something with the wooden nickels. 
What? Before we send them to you. <laughs> like a ceremony. Yeah, we'll, we'll sign the nickel. No, no, they don't want... They, that might ruin it. They might not like in that. In a thick black Sharpie, we'll, we'll write... We'll just fill in all the parts that aren't black. <laughs> yeah. We'll write, this wooden nickel took part in the secret flip and shake. <laughs> right. Between hosts Albert and Ryan. Yeah. We're going to fit all of us on the wooden nickel and then send it out to you. Right. You can pay extra for us to not do that. Yeah, or and you can pay extra, extra for a decorative stand, <laughs> like like kind of like a like a, a really big baseball trophy with the wooden nickel on yeah. top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the right <laughs> the stand is way too big, and it's very expensive. Right, but it, your wooden nickel would serve more purpose on a, a, a display nice display. Like this. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that we made our second volume of. Idiom titled tracks. That's right. So if, if we have a Spotify playlist, don't be an idiom presents dot 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 VOL2. Yeah. Vo- volume two. And it's not like we're just looking up songs that have idioms in it. Like that's some of it, but like we've actually gotten permission from some of these people to say, like, yo, like make th- this song part of our show. Like that's that's not just searching Spotify. It's so neat. Like they those yeah. some of those songs are directly tied to us now. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, a third of the Spotify playlist um, is going to be made up of artists that have we've played on this show, like No Clue, The Linda Lindas, um, Smithereen by Eve Bell, uh, Mum's the Word by Plastic Cactus, uh, and then we got some some big ones on there too, like The National, who think they're so cool with their Taylor Swift. Yeah. Well, what about thing. International? But. Uh, <laughs> That's bigger than well, it's much bigger. Um, no, but the National have a song called Roman Holiday. Ooh, I got some John Prine on there with Sour Grapes. R.I.P. Rest Even in time. Rufus Wainwright with the Sword of Damocles, which we talked about. Sweet. So anyway, if you just go to Spotify, search um, "Don't Be an Idiom," you can look at the playlists. It's "Don't Be an Idiom" presents Volume Two. Check it out. There's some good stuff on and there. That is free. And that is also free. God. <laughs> yeah. We got some deal. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're losing our shirts here. <laughs> you know, we, we know it would be cool if we could um, kind of like go into everyone's podcast history and figure out how many podcasts do you listen to that have commercials, even mm. if they're read in like a funny little, <laughs> and now, yeah. you know, Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> Second Volkswagen <laughs> commercial you talked about. <laughs> this is... Zero ads. Zero commercials, yeah. We don't believe- And we are beating those advertisers away with a stick. <laughs> they are literally piling money outside our door. We can't get to the store. There's so much money out the door. <laughs> Send help. <laughs> Someone clean up all this money. <laughs> get it out of here. It's got germs on it. Uh, right. So that would be interesting if we could do that. <laughs> So anyway, um, check out uh, yeah, check out that Spotify playlist if you're looking for some new music without commercials and want to want to support some of these um, musicians that we've featured on our podcast. What else do we have to talk about? Well, we may also even be dating some of these people on our in our song list. You know, like yeah, not right now, but like in the future. Yeah, who knows? You know, we might get really big. You could you and then could, I'd be like, hey. In a few months, Albert La- could be dating John Prine. John Prine, hey. Does that mean you're back from the dead or I'm dead? 
<laughs> They're equally funny to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so so that's so, great. So there's also that. Um my brother in law, Patrick, emailed oh, us. Oh man, yeah, Patrick uh so he was the one that set us up for the whole crossing the line thing. Uh and this guy has crossed the line. Um and not just because he took too long to return my uh, the postcard, thank you. <laughs> but um no, he's actually crossed the equator, and he said his was it his dad and his grandfather. And, yeah, they're all they're all navy men. He sent us pictures of of their shellback certificates, which are they works of art. They're works of art, and yeah, the, we saw from from some from the fifties, mm-hmm. the seventies, um, and then Patrick's shellback certificates. They're so badass. Beautiful. The art on these, and uh, you know, Davy Jones signs it. Nathanus oh my Rex. god. If I had one of those, I would just I would strap it to my face and cut out two little eye holes, so that that's all people see. Because that is how can you be more proud? One day, well, th- we're also using um, episode forty to celebrate that Albert and I have signed up for the Navy. Yes, we have. Because and as soon as we cross that equator, sir, we quit. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. Uh, no, no, we're done. We just wanted these certificates. <laughs> we'll swim home now. <laughs> no, we throw you in jail if you leave us. Uh, you mean the brig? <laughs> and then slamming door shut. <laughs> and we have like black eyes and stitches, like a cut scene, like a quick cut. <laughs> oh, man. But it would have been worth it. So... Patrick, if you could put in a good word for the admissions team over there at the yeah. old, you know, Navy, but don't the Navy tell them, Yard. Don't, don't tell them we're going to quit early. They might do, not let oh us do God. it. <laughs> do not. T- Actually, yeah, he probably... I guess you could get in a lot of trouble for bringing us... <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll... We have glowing recommendations <laughs> from, from Captain... <laughs> Captain Patrick. He's definitely not a captain We won't anymore. let you down. <laughs> <laughs> reporting for duty <laughs> and then like we have a, a shoe <laughs> on our hand when we salute <laughs> yeah. oh we got we should make that movie um we need to be on some like mtv reality show where, yeah. where you know we, they throw us into the navy oh man and antics and paulie shore is there, <laughs> and, Pauly Shore's there. <laughs> and he's like hey listen you know i should have been the one that's still famous not adam sandler <laughs> buddy <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Paulie Shore on this show. I feel like that would be a hoot. I do not want that. I feel like that would blow my mind if he was on the show. <laughs> All right, look. It'll make Ryan, it'll make Ryan really uncomfortable and my brain will break. If you can make Paulie Shore get on this show somehow, if you're like a friend of a friend, yeah. you know is yeah. made. If each of you reaches out to, to all of the people in your uh, contacts list, with that question, do you know someone who knows Polly Shore? That'll get back oh, yeah, to us pretty get, quickly. Yeah. As soon as you get people out in L.A., you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, the the, the uh, Hollywood life, you know. Oh yeah. Your star, yeah. shining stars. The out glitterati. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, one other thing, <laughs> I guess maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah. We didn't hit the first ten minute mark yet, did we? We're at 12 minutes. Well, so we have to take a shot two minutes ago. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> all right. All right. So we're going to pick numbers and take a shot. And if you don't know the, this show, if this is your first time at the show, we have to pick, 
pick out of the bowl. They're, they're numbered. Uh, numbered, numbered tags that match different drinks. And we've got some, we've got some wild ones here. I guess we should tell everybody what we have yeah. in the shot. Well, so. each, uh, every 10 episodes, we add an egg to the mix. So um, because it's episode 40, That's there's four, four eggs, eggs out of 10 of these shots. Oh. We also have uh, what are now Don't Be an Idiom staples. Yeah. Such Admiral, as? Admiral Nelson's Rum, Chartreuse. Yep. Uh, Con, uh, contract pending. Contract, contract pen. for a, what's it called? An ad? I don't know. Sponsorship. Sponsor, sponsor pending. Sponsor that pending. That would have been funnier if I said that. Yeah, next time. Um, pickle juice. Staple. You know, help me out here. What oh, else yeah. is a. Uh, oh, cold coffee. Cold coffee Ryan from this morning. A lot of coffee this morning. We were drinking the dregs. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. It's something. It's a lot of wacky drinks in here. All right, so I have number uh, six. I have two. Oh God! What was that? You know what? I I don't know. I don't even know what I drank. Is this just bitters? Oh God! Bitter. (laughs) So bitter. What is that? I eat a bunch of blackberry brambles. I'm not sure what that was. What was it? That little brown bottle. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> is that the Aperol? What is that? What Aperol is? It's got. Was it brownish? This is a dark glass. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna make it through this. I already don't feel good. <laughs> All right. All right. So yeah, that, that's whoop de doo. <laughs> They're doing shots. Everyone, uh, they look at the monkeys dance. All right, right. So um, we we can cut that. No, I no. That's funny. Oh. <laughs> Uh, All right, and do do we want to do any fun facts about forty? We can do those at the end. Yeah, let's save them to the yeah. end. Okay, so uh, our game master Albert is here. What's yeah. uh? What's we got the, the game is the called. Plan? It's called basketball fever inflatable hat toss party game. Okay, so yeah, you wear a basketball hat hoop toss. on your head, and uh, we're each going to take three shots of the basketball, which I know all about. Yep, so you got to tie the basketball, the inflatable basketball to the head, and then I'm going to stay still, and Ryan's <laughs> going to try to shoot him on me. Should I? Where yeah. should I? Should I guess I get, should get up? Yeah, why don't you, um, yeah, actually, maybe just stand. I'll, I'll sit. Okay. All right. Oh, oh God. Airball. I hate sports. Airball. <laughs> All right. Now Ryan's going to put on the hat. I just need one point. <laughs> yes, that's a point. That's an automatic win. Right. Woo woo! No need for the third shot. Wait, don't you, don't you take that off? <laughs> you gotta get a picture of Ryan and then. worth a buck <clears throat> all right what's your idiom well ryan you know even after all of these episodes these big 40 episodes oh no that, that probably doesn't uh, not a great setup but anyway we are clearly living in the limelight the limelight Mwah. the limelight that, that's such a theatrical idiom right there yes and that's us We're, you know, we're, we're entertainers now. We are, yeah, we're big time entertainers now. This is now. the limelight. 
This is what the limelight feels I like. I think. Or pre... This might be like a, a lemon light. Lemon. This is more of like a lemon light. <laughs> All right. So in the limelight means you're the, you're the star. You're the center of attention. Exactly. Center of public attention. Okay. So... And then he's going to think about where it comes from. You're telling people the parts of the show? This could be some people's first time. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Maybe we should explain segments more. Um, like really, like a long time. <laughs> Every segment talk for an extra five minutes <laughs> yeah. about what the segment is? Yeah. There's some guy like who's like, Yeah, do it! I got the longest effing commute in the world! Yeah! <laughs> I'm going to start this journey in the old, what do, they, what do you say, like the old heartland? No. The heartland's a thing. Yeah, but the old... The motherland? The mo- yeah, the motherland. Yeah. Um, I'm going back to Ireland, but there's a reason. Die. Hold on, wait a minute. Do limes grow in Ireland? Yeah, I... <laughs> you're just thinking because it's so green there that they grow only green fruit. <laughs> Well, that's such thinking... a cute kid's thought. No, that is not <laughs> why I chose that. Anyway, I'm sure they, you know, it does not seem like the climate for limes, but. No, yeah, that seems like a more tropical. Like a potato thing. climate. Yeah, except during the potato famine. Oh, right, the potato famine meant they didn't have right. potatoes. But they, I think they're supposed to have potatoes. <laughs> you know, I, when I was growing up, I always thought the potato famine meant all they had were potatoes. Maybe that is what it means. But I think, I think the potatoes got rotten, and then they were like, there's only potatoes and grass. A man can only live on grass for so long. So I am at, in my head, I'm imagining um, a, a small community in Ireland, and it's on the hill, the hillside, the beautiful cliffs. Cliffs of, of Moore? Cliffs of Moore. <laughs> Why, there's in Ireland? Yeah. Oh, cool. And, oh, look at these. These cliffs of Moor, there's a little, you know, a couple of villages that live near it. And, you know, they, like the bell of the ball, every, you know, every St. Patrick's Day, they would celebrate by choosing, you know, the the lassie of the, you know, lunar cycle or something like that. And... (laughs) That doesn't make sense. <laughs> and she's got to have red hair and, and freckles or no or, deal. <laughs> no deal. We work in Irish stereotypes here. <laughs> right. Well, we're going to fall in the lasse like that. I just, oh, I pulled my neck. <laughs> so there was this pocket of, of uh, like a, it was kind of like a cave at the top of the cool. yeah, it was like a cave at the top. I'm imagining the Wicker Man scene, oh, even though yeah. that takes place in Scotland. Great hair, but yeah, Christopher <laughs> Lee's hair. Hell yeah! And um, whoever, whichever we lass or we uh, lad, lad. I mean, lassie's <laughs> more days, Scottish, maybe isn't it? Now they maybe they let boys <laughs> they say, and girls do it. They say, "Well, yeah, now, <laughs> oh, you <yeah>, now." <laughs> But anyway, they would they would take her to this little carved out um, cavern thing, which had all of these green green uh, rocks, minerals, cool. these green minerals, all inside this cave. And at sunset and sunrise every day, the way the sun hit these hit these green minerals, kind of looked like 
a, an ancient form of a disco ball yeah. on, on the, the lady of the land. Oh, come on. That is good. And so this, so this Irish, these Irish villages in this particular area, they were like, she's in the limelight because it was this green light wow, that was created that by the stones. Beautiful. That is a good guess. And then, the, you know, the Irish come over to America. They say limelight and, it, you know, it spreads. You bada know bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada limelight. In the limelight. Right. That was an impressive guess. Really good. I was on that journey with you. I was there. Is that anything like that? No. <laughs> no. I think you're the only one that's won. A, like your guess was accurate. And that, ha- like that happened once? Recently, I think. Like in the, in the last 10 episodes. Get out, really? There was one where I was like, pretty much what you said was right. Oh, yeah. Was it about the kid that threw the mail off the cliff? Or am I just stuck on the cliffs again? <laughs> We're all stuck on the, the cliffs, cliffs more. more. That was that was your smithereens guess, right? That wasn't that wasn't right. I, I just can't remember no anything. Way. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, so our our friend uh, uh, Carl came over last night, and he yeah. he didn't know we had a podcast. So I was explaining it a little bit to him, and he was like, "Oh man, I really you know I really like that idea." Yeah. Um, he's like, "Well, give me you know give me some examples of like some ones you done." <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. "I was like, well, mumbo jumbo. That was really really an <laughs> interesting one." And I told that whole thing. They were like. Holy shit! That's what that means. Yeah. And, and they were like, well, "What else?" I was like, "Uh oh." Uh. And then I'm like, "Oh, well, you know, like your name is Mud." And they're like, "No." Okay, that's the only. Th- well, those. Are the and only then two I, I couldn't can... think of a single one. I couldn't think of last week's. Yeah. I still can't think of it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was driving with Percy and Tara once, and they were like, "How long do you um like retain retain that information like?" You, like, could you recite the history of this particular idiom if we were... And I was like, dude, I, as soon as we're done, I basically forget everything. Yeah. I forget uh, my name. I forget the idiom I cover. Yeah, I, I forget, forget the I history. Forget, like, childhood memories. They get sucked out with it. <laughs> All kinds of important shit. Yeah. Just get sucked out of the brain the yeah. next day. Yeah. I'm a shell of a human. Oh, shit. All right. So we have to do our second <laughs> shot. <laughs> Moving right along. And then you're going to tell us the history of That's Limelight. Correct. That's correct. All right. Oh, God, thank God the eggs don't taste like much. Yeah. But it is like swallowing a booger bubble. Right. A big one. And I think that if it was to pop, it would be disgusting. Oh, you got to get it down before it pops. Okay. Well, I just had coffee from 10 hours ago and Albert had an egg. All right. <laughs> what's, the hist- what's the history of the limelight in the limelight? All right. So... Uh, the limelight, uh, what, it, what it really is, is it's the chemical compound of calcium oxide, also known as quicklime. So uh, here, here's, here's what I'm talking about, basically. In the 1820s, there was this inventor, this English inventor named Goldsworthy Gurney. Goldsworthy Gurney. I know. Okay. I, I might have to <laughs> is rethink he a cartoon my first character? child's name. I know. <laughs> Goldsworthy, have you ever? <laughs> no, ever? I've never, ever, never, ever. So he he invented this thing called the oxyhydrogen blowpipe. Okay. And what he did was it, he would burn hydrogen and oxygen, and in this extremely hot flame, uh, he would add calcium dioxide, which is this stuff called quicklime. Yeah. Uh, and it would it would produce this intense white light. Whoa. And they started calling it limelight because quicklime. Yeah. And then the bright light. What is quicklime? It's like a it's well, not like a poison or something or a well, chemical. Yeah, well sort? it's it's calcium oxide. Oh yeah. Or calcium dioxide. What are, what are some other common uses for that? 
I actually, in my fun facts, I'm yeah. going to talk about. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm jumping ahead. That's yeah, but I do. I I thought we would talk limes a little bit. Talk you know? limes, yeah. All right. So this guy invents like. You got to imagine back then they didn't have electricity and like, you know, it's candlelight and yeah. gas lights and stuff like that. So Must have been dark. this is the first time you're seeing like a, it's like the first like high powered flashlight essentially. Right. So um, then there's this guy who comes along. He was a Scottish military engineer named Thomas Drummond. And in 1825, he used limelight burning this bright bright white light yeah. uh, as a surveyor's tool. So he was in Ireland. Oh. Yeah, he was he was Check. T- trying to measure the um uh I, the the peaks of Ireland's mountains. Yeah. But the weather is so, you know, uh dreary yeah. there that it's hard to see long distances. Right. So he would set these like limelight fires on top of the the mountains. Yeah. And he was able to survey and gauge how far away they are and like how tall or whatever. Yeah. He, he said he was able to see up to 68 miles because it was burning. Oh, so. so that was, is that, this is the 1820s. Did you say that? So this is 1825. And, uh, so, so when did lighthouses start getting used? I don't know. What, what are I, they? What, not the lighthouse guy, but, <laughs> but I, I mean, want, I want to be, but I mean, how do they, how did they make that amount of light in the eight, in the 1800s in a lighthouse did that have anything to do with limelight i i did not come across any lighthouse stuff with limelight okay but i would say mirrors maybe <laughs> well there's de- <laughs> mirrors maybe i mean what <laughs> you, well yeah there are i mean when it spins mm-hmm. there, there is a mirror yeah. pattern uh, you go you go. i don't know no no no, no i know no, they sorry. used to use whale oil blubber or oil to to light but the- that was just to keep the the fire going yeah Okay. So that's pretty cool. It is. It is. I'm sorry, but like I'm 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 sorry, but I'm upset. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know how upset I'm I get. Stuck on the lighthouse. <laughs> Just curious when they got that. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna call in if you yeah. Know just about call the call in. Okay. Yes. Uh, so he was doing this. Uh, this guy made it very popular. What what he was doing here. Yeah. And it was sometimes referred to as the Drummond Light because of his name. Yeah. Because of his name. Even though. This other guy, Goldsworthy, really, he figured it out. Right. And then, you know, uh, That's always how Drummond like, just kind of made it more popular. I think he was like, yeah. he was pretty like slick, I think. Was he a student of Tesla? Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> think he drove a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now what you've been waiting for. Uh, in 1873, uh, it was the first time that a limelight was used to illuminate a stage. Oh. At London's Coven Garden. Nice. Okay. okay. So they were taking this light and then they found a way to, um, you know, funnel it into sort of like a spotlight kind of effect, yeah. effect you know? And, and so then that, then the stage started picking that up. All yeah. The, all the drama yes, kids yes. of the 19th century were like, and, and it makes I'm sense like... because the, what it means is, you know, being in center of attention. So you're on stage. Right. right? So it makes sense. Um, so before the limelight, they would have to use hundreds of gas lights to light a theater. Yeah. And because the, it's such a dim light. Yeah. And it was a, a huge fire hazard. I bet. So, um, <laughs> Did you come upon any really, um, I don't know, like mortal you, you know, sessions of... I was going to go and be like, worst theater fires ever. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Bad taste, I, I was poor like, taste. you know, I, it, I think it's too soon. Too really soon. is yeah, what yeah. it is. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so they were able to finally have a spotlight that you could beam onto actors, and they would also use it for special effects like sunlight and moonlight. 
Mm. Um, now there was a downside to using limelight mm-hmm. in, in the theater, which was like every block had to be carefully watched by somebody and f- like fed because as it burns away, yeah, right. Um, and and also it was a huge fire it hazard. Really, it really eats also. up resources as it's shining light. It seems like a it would be like a high energy type yeah. of thing. And actually, it sounds so dangerous. What are the long term effects of the people handling that? Yeah, can arm cancer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, just immediate burns. Yeah, third degree theremin burns, yeah. Mm, theremin. I actually went to see a guy play a theremin once and he had bad skin, uh, and he was like, it actually emits radiation, and that's why my skin is deteriorating, but it's my art. And then I knew the violinist, and she's like shaking her head now. She's like, don't listen to that guy. He's just a dick with bad skin. But he played the theremin. Okay. That is insane, man. I know. <laughs> who, would, who would say that? That's so weird. That's like, look at my skin condition. Like, I didn't ask him about his skin condition. Oh I was just like, how'd you play an invisible instrument, dude? <laughs> and then I'm hanging on his coattails as he's walking away. <laughs> oh, my yeah, gosh. So I, you know. All anyway, right. so uh, back to the uh, back to the limelight. Anyway, right. Uh, so that was going on. Theaters were were all using limelight, of course, uh, until about. Um, well, I'll tell you exactly until when. <laughs> until Edison invented the electric light bulb. Edison, and he then really, it was lights yeah. out Light- in the limelight. <laughs> Did you come up with that just, just now? Yeah, just you know, lights, lights out. <laughs> But, you know, <laughs> could you imagine, like, being, like, finding the... You are the guy. You're, yeah. you're, the, you're the drumming guy, and you're like, I'm going to sell this light to theaters. Right. Every theater is going to need it. I'm right. rich, baby. And Edison was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, they don't have a very long run with it. It's like... It's 73 is when they start using it, and 79 is when Edison invents electricity. Listen, man, something always comes around. Maybe, I know. Maybe directly inspired by the old Short. Drummond lime. Yeah, burn. right. Edison's <laughs> like, that seems unnecessarily wasteful. I can do this <laughs> yeah. way better. I'm going to invent glass, and then I'm going to put a light inside of it. A filament. Yes. Isn't that what's called? Filament? Yeah, I think it is. That little piece in the middle. Oh, yeah, so much science out this there. This is a very sciencey episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so they stopped using it by the end of the 19th century, and then it became like a figurative uh, term yeah, sure. at, at, at the turn of the 20th century. How about that? How about it? That's a great history. Right? It's a great little history. Concise. Very concise. But, I'm, but now I'm going to give you some of those fun facts that you were asking. Yeah, about. yeah. I can't, I can't even remember what I asked about, but... Yeah, actually, I hope I hope we hit it. I don't know. Oh, oh, it was about something about poison. Poison. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a song. It's like a Tim and Eric song, I think. Oh, all the food is poison. poison. Right, right. Um, we're technically supposed to take another uh, shot right now. Technically, or we're overtime. Yeah, we're okay. overtime. All right, let's do it. I guess we'll just speed it up on the back end. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I have some editing to do. <laughs> <coughs> that was like a $5 drink right there. Cool, I got to eat an egg. God, Ooh-wee. I hate this game. <laughs> we are tied on the egg front, my friend. All right, your fun facts. Here we go. 
It is thought that the process for making, making calcium dioxide, oh, oxide, not dioxide, is believed to be one of the first chemical reactions known to humans, even like dating back to prehistoric times. So what does that mean? You know, like when they kind of were messing around with fire. Yeah. Um, it was, there was lime, like there was lime everywhere. So it was in chalk, it was in seashells and things like that. So yeah. they, be, they believe that this is one of the first chemical Whoa. reactions humans really witnessed. Holy shit. Yeah. Now they didn't know they were witnessing it, but you know, <laughs> it's still kind of cool, go. you know? Um, what else here? Uh, Oh, it's used for making steel. And I just mm -hmm. want to do a shout out to my Forged in Fire people, Alex and Jess. We are obsessed. You guys and like they're the always forging, you know? Oh, you sent me in, a video of that once. Yeah, for our well, because I thought we could put it on our in, our Instagram. No, you didn't. You gotta give me that. I said idiom alert. Oh yeah, but I gotta put every idiom alert. I gotta you gotta tell me if you want that up. There. Well, I just thought you know we were talking about it. We were gonna do that again, and I, <laughs> and I found that he said Shazam. <laughs> I meant from, know, I I meant from listeners, but you too. Well, I'm a listener. I, I'm like I'm the first listener, technically. Well, second. You're probably the first listener. <laughs> That's true. All right. Now, the other thing is, so I don't know if you know this about smokestacks, but they cause a lot of pollution. Mm -hmm. And uh, what they'll what they'll do is is that smoke that goes up into the air will create like acid rain. So oh. they'll take this calcium oxide and they'll they'll build scrubbers. They're called, and it basically. Uh, intercepts that um, oh, toxic stuff to yeah. stop the acid rain. Wow. I thought that, and 15% of all of the uh, calcium oxide in the whole US is used just for those, those kind of like sm factory smokes. Really? Stuff to like, so it's saving our lives oh, right thank now. thank you. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, really, it would just be acid rain all the time. All right, so we're going to make t-shirts yeah. to promote this. Yeah chemical yeah we need like a really good punchline uh, not a punchline uh, like we need a tagline tagline something yeah. punny you know yeah yeah all right so like what like if you think you're so smart hmm scrubbers limes clouds <laughs> scrubbers limes clouds that's your <laughs> that's your funny i'm trying to think which word to play on <laughs> okay scrub a dub dub it's lime that i love that's funny. Something like that. That's yeah, humorous. Good. And then like it could be like one of the smokestacks with like walking around like a happy face cartoon. Yeah, I like that. Like a sad cloud. Yeah, or I can see that. Yeah, I like that there. Yeah, I love it. What what you, what's your idea? No, that that's my also my idea. <laughs> <laughs> see that? We are totally in sync here, people. All right. Uh that's pretty much the end. Oh, no. It's thought to accelerate decomposition of soft tissue. So, historically, it's been used when they buried diseased animals and humans. Oh, my. And in 1666, they used it on the bodies of plague victims. They buried yeah. them in quicklime. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. So. That's a good idea. God, it's been around. <laughs> you know, this ain't going nowhere. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Quicklime's here to stay. It feels like it. <laughs> That's it. And right. that is the way the cookie crumbles. All right, well, we'll be right back after this idiom interlude. After these messages from Limes. From Lagwagon. Oh, yeah, boy, can you believe what he just said? From who?
Welcome back. Never in my life would I ever have thought that Lagwagon's manager would say, yeah, go ahead, use that song. <laughs> that we was, are connected to them. <laughs> that was a Whipping Boy by Lagwagon. That's that's a uh, that's a band we've loved for a long time. Defined and who we are. I yeah, think we is asked what you mean. Yeah, we got in touch with their label. <laughs> we we're like, is it okay if we use this song? Uh, please, please, with extra Z's. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, check that out. And he was just like, it's cool, bro. <coughs> the boys love it. <laughs> yeah. When you get news like that, it kind of makes you feel like everything's just hunky-dory. Mm, slips it right in. All right, hunky-dory. Here we go. <laughs> Straight to the origin. I know, no, 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 I, no, know no, no. I know, I know. Oh, I know. whoa, Nelly. I know. <laughs> Raise the girl. <laughs> Have some oats. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, hunky dory means everything's fine. Everything's nice. Yeah, quite satisfactory. Fine, going well. Hunky dory. Just like that. Um, now the important part. So uh, yeah. So tell me where where you think that this uh, idiom comes from. What's the origin, buddy? All right, here we go. One second. Take your time. <laughs> I just think I just need a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't. I'm gonna do it without the rhyme. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right, here we go. It's um. It's the it's the fifties. Okay. Yeah. Rock and roll. Right. This is the 50s. Diners. Yeah. yeah. Milkshakes. Um, fade in to, you know, sub- suburban home. Sprinklers, the grass being cut. Lovely. Through the window. Uh-huh. And we come across a little little redhead boy with those thick <laughs> those thick like a bill- black glasses. Uh, uh, Buddy Holly yeah, kind of glasses. Yeah. And he's you know, he's he's pulling on his White tees, he's got his cuff jeans, and, you know, the Chuck Taylors, all that. And he's getting ready. And um, his mom's like, Arnold, it's time for school. And he uh, runs down the stairs. Yeah. You know, too late for, uh, too late for uh, breakfast. Too late. And he's got to get to the bus. He's sure. late. He's late. He's running for the bus. Zoom. Bus right, right past him. Uh-huh. So he's like, oh, my effing God, I'm going to be late to 50 school. <laughs> So he is running, running, running. And who does he bump into? I can't even imagine. The school bully. The three bullies. The three bullies. The three school bullies. Oh, yeah, of course. And he's... This is as classic as it looks gets, up, people. Looks up, pushes the glasses up. Right. And they're like, hey, Dory. <laughs> did I did I mention that Arnold's last name is Dory? Oh, Arnold, right. Arnold Dory. Dory. Okay. Yeah. No, you didn't and, say that. Uh, yeah, I was, I was going to reveal it a different way, but... I probably should have done it earlier. (laughs) So he's like, huh, you're in some kind of hurry there, ain't Dory? And he and Arnold's like, yeah, well, yeah, I'm just something about missed the bus and I'm late. And he's like, missed the bus, huh? Did you have breakfast? And he's like, well, actually, no, I didn't have time for that either. And he's like, well, won't you have some trash for breakfast? And he 
throws them, throws them into a oh pile of trash bags. Really? Right? Yeah. Right? Okay. And he's like, "Oh, you guys, the glasses are cracked," you know. <laughs> so he goes into school. Yeah. Late for science class. Of sits course. Down. First period. And uh, and uh, this this wasn't even one of the bullies. This is like a different guy. He's a cool kid. Oh, right. Shit. He, yeah. he turns around. He's like. P U, you stink, <laughs> junkie Dory. And then everyone's like, ah, like just like spiraling, f- sweating, fear and madness, yeah. right? Yeah. Flash forward to you know, let's say f- what he was he in high school. Ten. Yeah. Let's say, let's just say ten years later, mm-hmm. right? Zoom in on a bicep pumping. I see it. Right? Whoa, and you know, yeah, some like hot cool here. music is yeah, happening yeah. now. Wait, it's the sixties now. I don't know. He's, sure. Yeah. Long, and there's the dude, right? He's he's on the workout bench and he's smoking a cig. He's got long hair and a bandana, and he's jacked. I see it. And uh, he's going off to college, right? He's yeah, walking sure down, he throwing, going through the campus, and he puts down his book bag. And somehow he's in the college class with that same cool guy. Hi. Uh-huh. And he's like, "Hey, remember me?" And he looks up and he's like, oh. "He's like, I guess I should call you." Hunky Dory Gulp. And then he's like, that's right, bitch. And then psh, out the window. <laughs> and that is how Hunky Dory was created. He- <laughs> and then it easily from there slipped into the English vernacular. Well, life is good as Hunky. Think about it. That guy's life yeah. is awesome. He's right. like, I'm and- a freaking black swan or whatever. Uh, but how did he become famous enough that all of us would... Get him, know get to know him by his nickname. Because it's a great story. That whole right. college started talking yeah. about it. They were like, "Did you see that?" Yeah, a one-handed throw out the window, and then you know the papers all got him for murder. But but he looks so good, and he gets a lot yeah. of those crazy women that want to yeah, marry yeah, yeah. The, the prison guy. Yeah. So headlines, Hunky headlines, door. headlines. This is everywhere. How do I have to explain this to you? It's obvious. <laughs> and that everyone is my comeback from loose threads from last week. Drops the limelight. <laughs> All right, quick shot, and then we'll uh, we'll hear about the history of Funky Dory. <laughs> oh God, thanks, man. Feeling Great. Hunky Dory after that egg shot? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Two <laughs> eggs is too many. It's only two left. No, is there four left? There's one left. You had one too. I had two eggs? No, I had two eggs. You had one egg. There's oh, one left. T- right, right. Ooh, math. <laughs> I'll preface this with this idiom was a little frustrating because it was one of those things where people were like, well, there's no evidence to back that up. It's like, well, I think this. And then like someone's like, I don't think that, this. That, if somebody starts a sentence like that, I'm like, next. Well, I did, I did the research and then I kept digging and I kept Digging, nice. and I kept digging, and I need to say that I I feel very confident about the history that I'm about to give you. Man, this is what we need. We need these tenacious little <laughs> pit bulls chasing those words down. All right, so I'm going. I'm going to start. I'm I'm, I'm going to give you the context. Start at the end. I'm going to give you the context that I needed when I started this thing. All right, the context that you needed. Yeah, like I felt like I need, there's a lot of context that I just needed to understand. Right. So I just kept digging back, and here's where I'm at. Nice. 
that like things are finally starting to happen and Japan is quickly modernizing, you know, because all of a sudden they're being introduced to this technology they didn't have and you know the United States is benefiting from having them as a trade partner. And so more and more sailors are kind of ending up in the ports oh, of yeah. Japan. So <laughs> Uh-oh. What? You know what they're doing at the port. Exactly. Oh, what are they doing yeah. at the port? They are being bad. <laughs> so there's something called the Yukio culture that that w- w- existed during these the um during the uh Tokugawa shogunate. And it was basically like these um, pleasure spots around uh-huh. the ports, around uh, Tokyo, which was called Edo at the time. And it would be like, you know, women and alcohol and bathhouses. So tiny towels. You know, one of the ports that opened up to the Americans was Yokohama. Okay. Which is... We went there. We've been there together. Oh, which one was that? What it was one. Was it had a really big Chinatown. That was so great. So oh, that was so great. They didn't. They have the biggest Chinatown in the world, the, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. So wow. Albert and I visited Yokohama. That and, was the best. And it seems like the this idiom comes from Yokohama. Yes, because they have a main street um, called. Honcho Dori is their main street in Yokohama. And oh. it leads right to the port. So Dori is just a Japanese word for road, like when it's an important yeah. one or like a really wide one. What? So that's what that's what Dori means. Now, because because this was the main street in a port, and because of this like Yukio culture, Honshodori would have been the place where all of the bars were, where all of the American sailors were cool. going. That is awesome. You know, all, there were brothels there. So, you know, Amer- sailor, American Hello, sailors. Nurse. <laughs> Hello, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> so all of these sailors would have been familiar with the name of the street. Hanochidori, Honochidori. Now, the word hunky already existed. Okay. Before 1860, but hunky dory did not exist until the trade routes opened up between Japan and the United States. And that's where you're making that missing link. That's where the link is. Yes, because no one, no one has been able to figure out where else dory would have come from. They weren't looking in the ocean. And dude, some some of these fucking etymology theorists are saying like. Well, you know, it's just, it's exact, this, the reason we have things like okie-dokie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like oh, hunky-dory. And I'm like, slang. it would yeah, be no. hunky-dunky. You're right. It would be hunky-dunky. Because like, who would just randomly say hunky-dory? Right. There's no, there's no reason to go to that. Some of these etymologists <laughs> are just a little stuffy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Steam out of neck. <laughs> <laughs> But look, I guess we look. We we appreciate what they're doing, but we're the non-stuffy, like the word guys. You know, we're like the animal house of of word yeah. college, <laughs> the, right? The animal house of word college. Yeah, yeah. I think we have our t- episode title. Perhaps <laughs> you never know. You don't know what could happen. You never know. So we were already using the word hunk, <laughs> hunk. Because uh, there was this, basically in tag, you 
it, tag t- like playing tag yeah like playing tag you would say hunk meaning like you're in a good position it meant like goal or home but in dutch and the dutch brought it to new york the game of tag and and instead of goal you'd say hunk tag has a I thought, what happens in tag? I think you just you just touch people, right? Is there something that happens but after maybe that? Maybe do you say the word tag? Tag. Oh, you're it. Tag, you're it. Yeah, but like, isn't there a safe spot? Like, a, one tree will be the safe oh, spot. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. And that's when the I feel like we started calling it jailbreak when we wanted to play tag, but it was like cooler because you were a teen. Yeah. So wherever that safe spot is, that's what was called the hunk. hunk. So what? So the the theory is I'm having flashbacks of my childhood right now playing tag. <laughs> oh yeah, that just like it just changed everything. Yeah. So my <laughs> past. So, so, so what what the what the theory is and and you know, we're professionals in our own right. I kind of agree with this theory. Yeah. You know, we've eaten the lunch meat of language. We know a thing or two. Whoa. That's pretty good too. <laughs> Call in for your vote for the best title name for episode 40. <laughs> so it's believed that this is just a bilingual pun that that uh, American sailors, like, you know, young guys that would have been going over to Yokohama and on this um, street would have kind of heard the name of the actual street and the, and like maybe, you know, just met, met, mess it up because it's Honcho Dori. People are like honking horns, yeah, honk, like walking and they, by. And, then, and like they already whistling. have the word good and home good, go home good. <laughs> go home good. <laughs> go home good. <laughs> um, they already had this word hunky. So they might have just put together hunky Dory because both oh, yeah. of them, both of them mean all is all right. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like people just don't pay attention and they're just like, yeah, I heard it that way. Yeah. And then that's how things happen. So there you go. Hunky Dory. I love it. Seems pretty legit, right? Well, it seems like you might you might need to put your copyright on some sort of something here and be like, I'm the first one who figured this out. I just meant, I just felt like looking at the, you know, like I was like, I was like, why were so many Americans there in the 1860s particularly? And then... So I just needed to know you when real, you really hunted it down. I think we, I think we found out. You really? That's, I'm impressed. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, listen. There is a whole. There is half of the people that study words are all like, "Yeah, that's what we've been saying the whole time, right?" And then like, then there's the other half, and they're like, "Idiot, idiot, idiot, idiot." No idiot, proof. No, no proof. No, you're making. No. You're jumping to conclusions. I don't know. I, I think, love it. Man. I think we got it, people. Just, you know, you just got to believe a little. Believe. No one else knows. No. All right, we got to do another. Nobody else knows. We have to do another shot. Okay. There he is, people. Mr. Three Egg Omelet himself. Cool. I got three eggs. (laughs) It's what the audience wanted. Yeah. No, I wanted you to get all four. I thought I was getting off. I had made peace with it. Although I did eat dinner too late and I was worried. You know, we, we, episode 50 is going to be here before we know it. That's five eggs. Right. I don't want to drink five eggs. Well, you know. I don't. I, I'll tell you what. Let's start frying some of them up. And then, <laughs> well, I'll, yeah, I'll eat five scrambled <laughs> eggs. <laughs> we can do them hard boiled. Um, but no chewing. I don't like hard boiled eggs. Much. Well, but you like deviled eggs. It's almost there. No, it's bare. You hard boil them and then you got to do the thing. But like, that's very close. 
All right. Anyway, um, I just have a couple fun facts. One is that, listen, most of you are probably thinking of David Bowie's 1971 album, Hunky Dory. Oh, you pretty things. Duh. <laughs> is there life on Mars? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How about this one? Changes. Hunky Dory. You know what one I like? I like that up-tempo one he's got. Modern Love. Oh, Modern Love is a great song. What album is that on? That is on... Not that album, right? I think the album is called Modern Love. I love that. They used to play that at 80s night. Mm. Remember that? If anybody is listening that knows what 80s night is, you're just like, yeah, yeah, dude, bring it back. <laughs> that was fun. You went. Yes, I remember. You didn't like it that much. You got your head kicked in by... Yeah, but there was a lot of good times before that. (laughs) Um, So, so yeah. So, I've been listening to that album all week while doing research. And, God damn, it is a fine album. Give it a listen right after you listen to this episode because it'll be in the mood for some hunky-dory stuff. But he actually got the, uh, the idea there was some bartender in an Escher pub who would use phrases like, you know, Prang, Wizzo, everything's hunky-dory. Ooh, I like those. And one of Bowie's friends told him about it, and he's like, I love it. <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. And uh, there's also, I found a Philadelphia soul artist from the 60s named Billy Harner, and he's got a track called Everything is Hunky-Dory. I also threw that on the Don't Be an Idiom. Boom, but he is dead, so we two. don't have his permission. We don't, no, no, we're not going to listen to it, but it's on the Spotify playlist. <laughs> but I'm just saying, but he is dead. I maybe. Oh, maybe not. Hey, listen. <laughs> yeah. We have not claimed whether or not Billy Harner is alive or dead. So mm. Yeah, don't start like a we don't, don't co- start like a, a crazy. No, you know, yeah, yeah. Keep Twitter the, to blow up. No right? hashtags. Just leave the hashtags out of this. Let's add some <laughs> <laughs> We should try to start that rumor. <laughs> Billy Harner's dead. <laughs> It's going to be like, people will be like, no shit, he's been dead. And then the other people will be like, who? <laughs> All right, so that's it. That's, um, it's not the way the cookie crumbles. It's, uh, that's a wrap. That's right. And, and, uh, you know what else too is you don't want to forget about these couple of things that we were going to tell you about at the end, mm-hmm. such as get Which over, things? get over that freaking band camp. Wait to see the colors of that thing popping off. The colors are popping. It's like a strawberry lemonade summertime mushroom trip. They're going to knock your socks off. No doubt. Definitely. Um, What does that sound? 40 winks. (laughs) Someone in this building's taking a shower. No, it's gone. Oh, yeah. Um, What's the other thing? Oh, uh, I'm not Saddam. I'm Rat Boy. Oh, yeah. We got to thank Margaret Zubarianian. Never going to get her last name right. (laughs) Oh, Zabarian, Zabarian. <laughs> but it looks like there's an extra syllable in there, and she knows what I'm talking about. Okay. But, yeah, so, you know, our number one hit in in Europe, uh, uh, what is that song called about, about Rap Boy? What's it Do called? Do we have a title for that song? Um, I'm not, I think it's the song about Saddam and Rap Boy. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So, uh, yeah, like our big our big hit song, we reached out to our our. Don't be an idiom official artist. And, Truly. Uh, and, and she was like, I can, I can whip this up for you guys. And it is a beautiful image 
of Rat Boy realizing he looks like Saddam Hussein. And we are going to get that out there for everyone to see. Yeah. And we're going to put on some merch, too. That's right. You'll be able to pick up the magnet of Rat Boy looking in the mirror and realizing he looks like Saddam Hussein. We're going to have those on magnets for you. You can't believe how good it looks. And also, I just hope they're strong magnets because I think the audience can agree a weak magnet is worse than no magnet at all. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Right? You're like... um, and it, and it can be cool looking. Yeah. But if it's weak, you're just like, there's no point to this. What yeah. am I doing with my life? Yeah, everyone agrees. I don't think we have any listeners that are that would think otherwise. Um, Right. So thank you, Margaret. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have that on Instagram mm. so you can check it out there. Um, But if you want to buy the magnet, we'll probably have it up there for you soon. Yeah, we'll probably let our favorite people in... Limited time sort of day. Rush out. Rush. Get it out. It's a pre-order. It's a pre-order. So if any it's of you... It's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> so if any of you have a Q&A, if you want a Q&A session to call in right now and uh, ask your question, we'll answer it. Um, maybe not to all of you, just to the person that asks the question. Yeah, we can only take so many. So you want to get the calls in soon. Um, you know, like, just don't wait. Yeah, you know our number. Uh... Thanks, thanks for listening. Happy 40th. And uh, until next Thanks time, uh, don't, don't be an idiot. Be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs>